No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on, is a lot of honey. No, I do not like it. Mm. Just a tiny hint. Yep, yep, it yep. tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni and Degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a Poundstone never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend Rapidians. Hello, welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Where every week we review a beverage, talk about a video game, and recommend some shit. <laughs> Plus real life XP. Yeah. We have a special guest today. I'm Ginger. That's Willie. He probably has some smart ass fucking thing to say, along with his name. Whatever. My name's Willie, and finally, someone let me out of my cage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. On a crutch. And with us, we have from the Retro Bonsai Club... It's Dave. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. <laughs> Very popular name, right? <laughs> Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> I got that reference, too. Welcome, Dave. Thanks yeah. for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Dave. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. We did your super serious podcast. Now it's time to goof off. We <laughs> so, are going to... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. Bonsai serious. Retro Club is not super serious. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's, All right. I, I totally ha- did not bring up any dick shadows or piss jugs. So that was pretty serious. <laughs> So that, that was you and your good behavior? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You're being a guest in our house and you're on your, your P's and Q's. You know, we have an explicit warning. You can talk that shit. That's fine. Well, still, I didn't want to, like, beat a dead fucking horse. I got you. I now got we're that. taking our shoes off and rubbing our asses on the carpet. <laughs> and also just, like, doing weird stretches while <laughs> recording. <laughs> Oh, That's why we don't stream live video while we record. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you guys watch a TV show called Shameless. No. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden I had a moment like this was that moment. Like all of a sudden it was like, fuck it, let's just do it. <laughs> I kind of started watching it before we got rid of our Netflix. Okay. So I I get what you're saying. So yes, yes to Shameless. <laughs> So, our first segment is a beverage review. Dave, would you like to go first and tell us what you're drinking today? Uh, I am enjoying some bourbon. So, I've got uh, in my glass, I've got uh, some Larceny. And uh, what I, before we started recording, we recorded our uh, show first, and now we're recording yours, obviously. But I didn't know how long we'd be talking. So, normally I'm about a two finger guy. But I did three fingers today because I thought, you know, I didn't want to have to bust up, you know, go back downstairs and get another glass. (laughs) That and I'm lazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't beat me to it. (laughs) So, so yeah, it's uh, one cube of ice and that's really what I'm drinking. Is it one of the small batch larcenies or is it um, just their regular? It's their regular. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the uh, the if you're buying a bottle, it's like you know if you're at Benny's uh, in the Chicagoland area, it's like twenty one bucks. Okay, because I know sometimes they'll have specific for certain places they sell to. Yeah. I know I had gotten a Larceny's that was just for the place Rishi's here in Grand Rapids. I get it. Yeah. So I was just curious. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I've seen that where, and I, I saw one that was like there was a specialty bottle, you know, a special release, and I read all about it, and I was like, oh my god, I'd love to have that, but I never came across it, and then we got this whole lockdown thing going on, so it's like, you know, right. it's not going to happen. Whenever you can, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I'm going to open a beer that I picked up. It's from Petoskey Brewing in Michigan. It's a coconut chocolate porter called Robusta Nut. <laughs> he said oh, nut. Shit. That's nutting all over just, you, too. All over my pants. You just nutted all, all over your pants? Oh, nice. This is the part where I should be in person. <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing. This is where we need to have Hopefully video Hopefully it doesn't on. stain your pants since that's a porter yeah. on some orange pants. It's pretty good. I didn't quite nut all over my pants. <laughs> um, it's chocolatey, and it's actually more coconut than it is chocolate. Nice. It's a smooth, sweet porter. Hold on, i got to take another sip. Make more nut jokes, Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> you got nuts in your mouth. Nuts in your mouth. <laughs> I got a Robusta nut in my mouth. Now, I'm not so much into the coconut flavor. See, I would probably get down on a sweeter porter, because I hate when porters are fucking smoky. I hate when stuff is smoky or dry going into my palate. Like, that just fucks me up. It's really chocolatey, too, though. Nice. It reminds me, I mean, I love, like, chocolate-covered coconut flakes. Right. Oh, my God. This almost reminds me of if you had a coconut hot chocolate, but it was iced instead of hot. All right. It's, yeah, it's really good. A lot like. What's that chocolate bar? The the chocolate bar that has coconuts? Uh, mounds. Almond, yep, almond. It is. Okay. You like that? It, it's very Mounds-like. Yes. Okay. Ooh. So I probably wouldn't like it that at all. Sugary coconut with dark chocolate. That sounds good. I like the chocolatey part, though. <laughs> I think I'll give it 4.25 out of 5. Yeah, what do you give your larceny out of five? Uh, let's see, out of five, you know, it's the one I always, it's my go-to bourbon. Um, so it's got to be pretty high up there. Uh, let's give it, right. you know, like a 4.75. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. I have a bullet bourbon, rye 95 in my whiskey sour. This is like... <laughs> this is like my now fourth whiskey sour and it's very (laughs) delicious so there might be some extra fuckiness in this episode just fyi (laughs) and extra repeating on my end because when i get drunk i just repeat myself (laughs) so no slurring just repeating just repeating okay or asking you to repeat yourself (laughs) so no slurring just repeating just kidding. I heard you told me four times. <laughs> that was good, Dave. Thanks. That was also good, Will. <laughs> this, I have not had neat yet. It is making my whiskey sours very fabulous. <laughs> I appreciate the Bullet Rye 95 Willie that you picked up for me. In the whiskey sour, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5 because this shit's real good. Nice. How many of those have you had now? Four. Four. Okay. <laughs> I can see where you have 5.5 or 5.0 out of 5, so. <laughs> it's pretty fucking mm. smooth right now. That is good. That tastes a little bit better than many of 
the other whiskey sours with the same ratios. Yep. This bourbon is very good in it. It is a very good bourbon. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to pouring it over some ice because I'm still a baby <laughs> and not having it completely neat because I'm a baby. And I realize that, but fuck you. I don't care. I'll drink my bourbon how I drink my bourbon. Even the experts water it down. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Sometimes they'll I take a excited. swish, you know, when they're before they water down just to kind of get up, you know, their palate to right. it and then they'll do the water down and then do it again well i mean drinking straight liquor is kind of a fucking hard thing to do <laughs> so, it is <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> come on will uh i'm sorry i was a quicker <laughs> on the upkeep there but uh no um yeah i uh i do that depends on which bourbon it is there are certain yeah. bourbons that i enjoy neat and i you know, don't want to mess mess it up by adding any like ice cube to it because I think it changes you know the profile to too watered down. Right. So it really depends some, on what it is. Some lower proofs you don't have to quite put ice in it because it won't have the bite, but higher proofs you might want to put that ice cube in it depending on what is recommended for the bourbon. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, we actually have a uh, a local distillery here, right in the area, called Spirit Water, and I I get their bourbon, and I won't I won't put a cube of ice in that because it's already fine just like it is. I had a local one here called Long Road, and I was disappointed in their bourbon. I won't buy it again. <laughs> it was only good in whiskey sours, and I'm like, now that I've that now that I've been kind of testing the whole ice cube thing, if I can't have it just on the ice cube, just in case I'm out of all of my fancy ass shit I put in here, <laughs> I don't want to drink it. Okay. Like, fuck that. If I have to have a fancy ass drink for your bourbon to taste good, fuck off. <laughs> What what do you do with that? What do you when you have a bourbon you don't like? What what do you do? You end up dumping it, or do you no. just go fuck it? I just put it at the back of the shelf, and maybe someday I'll find something to mix it with that'll make it taste good. Yeah, or if whenever in the future we have a party and someone likes drinking, I'll be like, here, try this. <laughs> the uh, the guests you don't like, <laughs> or, or just my friend, no. Guests we don't like never come over. <laughs> I'll just be like, hey, friend, try this. If you like it, have the whole bottle. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Find someone who likes it and just pawn it off on them. Okay, that works. I like your thinking on that. <laughs> it's better than just sitting on the, uh, you know, the back shelf of your, you know, your pantry or wherever you put your liquor, you know, yeah. just collecting dust. And you're like, oh, what? Well, there's no way I'm going to drink that, but you never know. You never know if you do have that one person that goes, oh, you know, I, I can deal with this. That makes me think of the Lady Godiva chocolate liqueur that I just I was... talked about dumping <laughs> last week. I was just going to say, that was a couple years old, so it yeah. needed to go away. Yes. Bye. I would not put anyone through that. <laughs> does liquor go bad? I don't think it does. But there was just not enough in it to make a cocktail that we bought the cock, bought it for the cocktail. Right. Okay. It was just kind of shit that was in the back of our fridge that we needed more room for all the kombucha I'm making <laughs> <laughs> and all the sh- all the leftovers and shit. 
beer, and we needed room. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, and Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Cortland. And I'm Brandon. And in our podcast, we take apart each episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, scene by scene, and discuss it in detail. This show is prime early 90s Canadian acting at its best, or in some cases worst. We're here to laugh our way through seven seasons and 91 episodes. So whether you're a fan of the show, Dink, the No, mister, accent on the dough. Hi, Andy. Won't you come play with me? Hey, we're just having a goof. Or experiencing it for the first time. We know there's nothing better than staying up all night with a scary story. So now it's time for real life XP. TM. Dun dun dun. LLC. www.grpvg.com. <laughs> That's not a real website. www.com. <laughs> 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 Coral one error. What the hell? What? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Ginger, do you want to go first today? Sure. You got something? Yup. <laughs> what is it? It is yard work. So, I've been playing a shit ton of fucking Animal Crossing, and they have all this, like, look, grow these flowers and all this, and I have that in my yard. <laughs> In my actual real yard. So, Will and I, Willie, Will, whatever. (laughs) Either way. Just don't call me asshole. (laughs) So we had to get some yard work done. So we both tackled the yard work and got a whole lot done. And there's a whole lot still to do. But we (laughs) did a nice big chunk and saw some flowers that... Needed some help, some grass out from it, burned some shit, because it's fun to burn shit. (laughs) Fun to burn shit. Love it. Love the way you think. (laughs) Fire! (laughs) We have a very safe way to do burning of long clippings and just stuff so we don't have to either put it in our our pile. Covered fire pit. Okay, so So it's not like you got like a whole bunch of, once you light it up, there's like a whole bunch of shit that's just flying all over the place. You don't have that. It's fucking sweet. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we cover it up, light it on fire, and then all of that yard stuff we just got rid of is gone. Nice. So. You don't have to fuck around with those bags and stickers and all, so. Yeah. Love it. Fuck that. That's too much. Yeah. Even though we're literally right around the corner from the large yard dump shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can talk. (laughs) (laughs) So, for real life XP, for getting a little sunburn on my forehead, I was pretty good with sunblock. I would say we, we did like eight, nine hours of yard work. Today? Yeah, Something not like quite. That. Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. All right. It was seven, eight hours. I'm going to say 800 points. Only, only 800? I was going to talk about the same thing. Keep upping it. <laughs> How about 1,800? 1,800. Sure. Yeah. So what, what, what is like the minimum like 
score like a thousand? It's literally pulling a number out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Our first couple episodes, we only got like two, four, <laughs> six XP, but I keep pushing point inflation. Okay. Yeah. After right. after you level up a couple times, then you're facing like harder enemies, and so you get more XP. The harder the enemies get, the more XP you get. And that yard work, man, that's some hard shit. So, yeah, 1,800, I'll take. All right. Nice. I was going to do the same thing. (laughs) I was out there. We were out there all day. I did not use as much sunscreen, and so my arms got a little bit red. Yeah, I can, I see now. But I spent probably... Four hours digging up grass where it had overgrown over our strawberries. I saved a couple strawberry plants that four, had been killed. Four of them. I took all of our old seeded asparagus from last year and threw that in the fire pit and got rid of that. And after I got sick of taking care of the grass I was digging up, <laughs> I got the chainsaw out of the shed. Yes. I fired up the chainsaw and I chopped down two trees one tree and one kind of like big flower bush. Yeah, I forget the name of it. I would have to look it up. But anyways, there were two plants growing through our fences that nobody wanted. So I chopped them down with a chainsaw before I ran out of chainsaw gas. I'm like, <laughs> eh, I guess I'm done now because I can't go get more three-stroke oil at the moment. <laughs> you know, and we were just talking about horror movies. Uh, and here you guys, you're talking chainsaws, you're talking fire. I mean, yeah, you, you have a a horror movie in the making at your house. (laughs) Yes, it was excellent. (laughs) Horror movie of death of the crusty plants. (laughs) (laughs) Crusty plants. (laughs) It might be work, but it's always fun playing with a chainsaw. Yes. Right. As long as you're not like replacing your hand with it. No. Right. Yeah. Even though that's fucking dope. Bruce Campbell's pretty fucking sexy, so. <laughs> yeah. And he's from uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Heyo. <laughs> My mighty boomstick. I fucking love Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Man, young Bruce Campbell. Hot. Anyways. <laughs> how many XP, honey, do you get? <laughs> I'm going to go for 1,802. Oh, a little extra bonus. Love it. <laughs> like, fucking, what is that stupid goddamn game show? The Price is Right? Yeah. It's not stupid, Ginger. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Just go a little bit over. Just a little. Fine. Just a dollar. Right. Right. Come on, that's only two points for starting the chainsaw. That's <laughs> fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. What is your real life experience? Points. How how far sure. how far back do we go with this story? Uh, whatever the fuck you want, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so at the beginning of February, I started making it a point that every day I was going to find something positive to look at. You know, as far as news goes, because I mean things have gotten really fucking out of control. Yeah. You know, you go, you turn on CNN, you turn on the news, it's just depressing. So, so so ever since the beginning of February, I've tried to start my day with a positive news story. And then also like some upbeat music, 
you know, song of some choice, usually between, you know, the retro decades that we cover on Bonsai Retro Club, which is <laughs> 70s, 80s, 90s. And then, you know, I, I post that, you know, out there under the world on Facebook. And because I've started that thought process and that mentality of being, you know, just trying to be more positive, I actually have evolved as kind of like, you know, trying to be more healthy. So I joined a weight loss program and I'm almost now 30 pounds lighter than I was because of it. So to me, you know, it's the, you know, becoming a better person mentally and accepting the, you know, that I had to change, you know, to, to get myself healthier and take care of myself. So to me, that's my real life experience. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm very jazzed about that. I'm, and, and, you know, anytime I get on the scale, which is daily and I see, you know, just another <laughs> half pound down or something like that, it's just, oh, you know, I love it. Absolutely love it. So it, it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a hard thing to do now. Most people are gaining weight. It's so hard to eat, right? You know, when you're stuck at home, you know, and then you're, you know, you're limited on your food options. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, if you, you know, you're ready for that kind of mental change and you kind of accepting to go, you know, shit, I, you know, I've been kind of ignoring this part of my health and yeah, I'm probably healthier now than I was before this whole lockdown. You know, because I'm going on more walks, I'm eating better, you know, and so yeah. I, you know, to me, that's, you know, I'm so happy with me, you know, now. Yeah, that's awesome. We've always cooked from home because Ginger's allergic to wheat. There's not many places that we can go out to eat. Sure. So we always cook anyways. And yeah, getting as much exercise has been a little bit tougher, but we that's do. That's so dope. We do definitely avoid all the news. I haven't stopped listening to NPR and just listen to podcasts. Yeah. There's a couple there's a couple news podcasts that I like. Yeah, I get most of my news from that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm like <laughs> slightly out of breath. Oh, I just got our cat from outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I I commend you because working out, staying positive, even without all what's going on is hard to do <laughs> it is it, it really is so i mean you turn on the news you. yeah and it mm -hmm. I, I you know back when you know earlier this year you know i was a cnn news junkie because you know the whole thing that was going on with the impeachment i couldn't stop watching right and you know it was yep. like the the train wreck that just kept you know i just had to keep looking at it, it was like a reality show <laughs> uh and you know and now it's like, I, I've got to limit myself. I'm like, you know, 10, 15 minutes I watch and I'm like, oh, okay, I think I've gotten everything I need to get out of that. And then I move on. Um, That's the beauty of podcasts. And we've start, started listening to a lot more like storytelling podcasts, like right. Oz9 and Boston Harbor Horror and whichever path and the Y2K podcasts, stuff like that. It's like, you don't need to, we don't need to listen to news, you know, all, the news time. all the time right we can listen to what we want to when we want to yes i've started listening to a lot more video game podcasts mm -hmm. and stuff like retro bonsai club and, right. yeah. <laughs> and it and it's it actually bonsai retro club but thank go. you though oh i was close <laughs> yeah, you're on there you're, you're close 
I recognize the logo when it pops up in my uh, podcast feed. <laughs> <laughs> my dog. We've had a few beverages. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. Maybe it's, it's all good, though. Dyslexic. It's all good. <laughs> you should stay informed. But but no, I, I think it makes a hell of a big difference if you can find a way to you know seek out positivity, uh, whatever you know, whatever mechanism that is for you. Uh, and I cannot tell you, I cannot recommend that enough. You know, for everybody, you know, that is struggling right now with dealing with, you know, the lockdown and the very negative yep. news going on. You know, if you just find a moment to find positivity, it fucking makes such a big difference in, the, in your life. Um, it did for totally me, at least. so cynical. Yeah. <laughs> and she pointed at me when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a choice to be positive or negative. It's a choice to look at your situation positively or negatively. It's a huge choice for you to wake up and say, I'm going to fucking be pissed off at the day, or I'm going to wake up and be positive at the day. Right. And stuff may piss you off throughout the day. You just take that, put it to the side, and keep moving. Yeah, I mean, you're allowed to have bad days, of course. Yes. Yeah. Like, have those fucking feelings. Mm -hmm. You need to have those feelings. Right. I've practiced yoga for the last six, seven, eight years, and I'm still fucking pissed off at shit. (laughs) Just because I breathe and flow in a yoga flow Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I'm going to be fucking positive constantly. Right. It's helping me not fucking punch people in the face. I think you already recommended that Punch a Nazi in the Face song, didn't you? Yes. Okay. Punch Nazis right. in the fucking face. <laughs> Fuck them. So, so since I'm new, to, I'm new to this whole game thing, so how to, what would you say would be, you know, what makes sense for XP points for that? Oh, shoot. For losing 30 Damn. pounds during quarantine, that's a pretty big deal. I'd say mm-hmm. 3,000 points. Yeah. Okay. I'll okay. take it. Hell yeah. Right. You can always argue more or less. Ginger, you're not going to argue. Nope. Dave, you're not going to argue. Not going to argue. Take I'll take 3,000. <laughs> I, I, I would be horrible at Shark Tank. <laughs> I'd be like, you want to give me an offer? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> One penny. <laughs> and I get 90% of your profits. <laughs> uh, all right, maybe we need to talk. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Buddha Pants. The pants that make you dance. If you would like to get your very own most comfortable harem pants ever that actually fold inside the pocket. They're really cool. My orange ones <laughs> with a black stripe make me yeah. feel like Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. What they else are they called? Elephant pants? Elephant pants. They're called Aladdin pants. Pantaloons. <laughs> MC Hammer pants. I know a lot of people go right to there, and I like to advise people that they're actually older than MC Hammer pants. They actually come from like North Africa, South India, and South China. They're very cool when oh, you wear them so- in the summer, and they're very loose and baggy. Yes. So when you wear them in winter, you can like layer long johns yes, and other can. pants underneath them. <laughs> they're pretty great. They got great big pockets in them. 
Yes. They also have jumpers. And they've got some other stuff too. But if you yeah. want to get a pair, you can get 10% off. Using my promo code, Ginger's Chocobo42, G I N G R S C H O C O B O 42. At budapants.com. Yep. When you. That's. B-U-D-D-H-A-P-A-N-T-S dot com. It's a really great way to get a discount, and you will not be disappointed at all. They are the most comfortable pants ever. They are the most comfortable pants ever. (laughs) Budapants.com. Promo promo code Ginger's Chocobo42. Pants that make you dance. Yes, they really (laughs) do, too. (laughs) Hey, Ginger. Yo. What game you play? I play Yoshi or Yoshi's Egg. Yoshi? Known in Japan. Yoshi. Yeah, it's a puzzle game on the Nintendo Entertainment System. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Nintendo Famicom, the NES. Also, Game Game Boy. Boy. Not GameCube. Game I Boy. stopped saying you. <laughs> you need another whiskey sour? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. I got half of one over okay. there. <laughs> I was going to so, say, that was a pretty quick drink. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I would not be able to talk. <laughs> I can hardly talk now. <laughs> so, I played this on the Nintendo Entertainment System. On the Switch. On the Switch. I didn't have an issue like fucking Kirby's Adventure, (laughs) but go listen to Secret Levels on that one. (laughs) So, this is a puzzle game, kind of Tetris-y like. You have Mario at the bottom, and you switch two of the columns, and you have enemies of the Mario game. Boos, the, the piranha plant... Goombas and and bloopers. Those fall down and you have to match two to get them off of your screen. So it's kind of like Dr. Mario, but it's... Yeah. You only need to match two instead of three. Yes. But they're a lot bigger. Correct. There's only four columns that come down. And you also have Yoshi eggs that come down. You have a bottom part of an egg and a top part of an egg. So once an egg goes together, you have a Yoshi and it's extra points once you finish. So there's two different ways to play it. So when you beat each level, you have to clear all of the enemies. Clear everything to beat the level. And another one is just kind of a continuous. See how many levels and how many points you can get. Which I played on the easiest shit. I'm not even gonna (laughs) lie. And I didn't get that far... But it was still a fun game. So what's the story behind this? Why are why are things falling down? There's no story. It's just a puzzle game, Will. All right. So it's like Tetris. <laughs> it is kind of like Tetris. <laughs> okay. I was going to say it. Dr. Mario kind of has a story <laughs> where you're trying to cure viruses. There's half eggshells dropping down. Are they like coming out of Yoshi's butthole from the sky or something? <laughs> I didn't see... <laughs> Any butthole Yoshis. I didn't see any toilets or piss jugs. So just getting that out of the way. (laughs) Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Because (laughs) you get half the egg that drops and another half egg that drops. Correct. 
Normally in Mario games, the eggs come from Yoshi's butthole. I don't know where it's coming from. It's just coming out of the sky. (laughs) (laughs) So this doesn't really fit into the Mario lore at all. Not really. It just has the characters. It's just a puzzle game with the characters. I didn't see any story per se. I don't know if when you played it on the Game Boy or if anyone else played it on the NES when it first came out, if there's a story. But I didn't see a story on this. No, I have no idea. So I played it's the just, crap out of this. It's just a puzzle game, game. We didn't play two-player, but two-player is competitive. So if it's anything like Tetris, you might be able to send stuff over, but I don't know. Yeah, two-player is pretty much the same as one-player. Yeah, just see whoever gets how many points. Last one did I wins. <laughs> yeah. We didn't play it, but I figured you probably played it or know something about it. Yeah, no, I, so was... uh, to me, I have not, but I, I was stuck on the, you know, you said Mario lore, but I, I, in my brain, I said Donkey Kong lore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun game. If you have access to it, play it. It's pretty decent. All right. I didn't get mad it didn't enrage me or anything it was difficult once it sped up if you have a nintendo switch with the online service it's one of the free nes games that you can play on your switch yeah my daughter's got a switch i'll have to ask her if she's played it yeah it's pretty fun (laughs) but you said it didn't frustrate you so it's not like when i was playing angry birds 2 where i got frustrated (laughs) at having to keep feeding the stupid little chickling or whatever it was (laughs) It didn't really frustrate me. It was kind of hard once it started speeding up. Okay. But, okay. Maybe I fib a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it frustrated me at first because I was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't know what it was. And Will was, like, guiding me through how to play it. And then I told him to shut up a little bit because <laughs> I wanted to figure it out. But then I got what he was saying. He was, like, talking as we were playing a podcast, and as I was playing this game, and I'm like, I can't hear all of these at once. It's hard to concentrate on these three things. <laughs> I can't. Well, you know what? You know what will fix that, though? What? Whiskey showers. <laughs> of course. I was going to say bourbon, but I wanted to hear what you suggested. <laughs> I'd like to see her try and play it now, though. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not even gonna, not even gonna try. <laughs> so, Yoshi, or Yoshi's Egg. Pretty decent. Go check it out. Sweet. Reminded reminded me a lot of Haftress. Okay. Haftress? Yep. Huh. I'll talk about that another day. Jesus. <laughs> Alright. Hey, Dave. Yo. What game you play? Well, I was going to go a little old school with my answer. I, I know you guys are talking like your current experiences, um, but I want to bring up something from, you know, retro because, I mean, that's what we do. Um, so hopefully you guys don't mind the, the diversion. No, I just talked about Yoshi's Yoshi Ball. Yoshi, that's Yoshi retro. NES. That's yeah. NES. Yeah. So, so um, back in the 80s, there was a game system called the Atari 2600. What was that? Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. Uh, I had one of those. Yeah, okay. we had a couple of them, actually. <laughs> Sweet. Um, and you guys know that there was this game called Pitfall. Oh, mm-hmm. Pitfall. Yes, Pitfall. So um, 
Activision, the game that, you know, the people that put out this game, they had this system where not like current games where you could get virtual badges for things. You actually, by accomplishing a certain score, you would take a picture of your screen and then <laughs> send it over to Activision and they would send you back a patch. So That's dope. Pitfall, they had a, you, basically it was a scrolling side side game where you had to jump over crocodiles and logs. You had to collect, I think it was like 32 treasures. Didn't you swing on vines? And swing on vines, exactly. You had to have the timing just right of that little pixelated, you know, Harry the Explorer. It's going to piss you off. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Pitfall Harry. Yeah, Pitfall Harry. (laughs) And so you basically had 20 minutes to get the best score you could probably get and, you know, collect as many of those treasures. In order to get that patch that Activision would send you, you had to get a minimum of 20,000 points. And then you would take a picture of your screen, you send it over to Activision, they would send you back like a personal letter from Harry the Explorer and a patch. I've still got the patch. Nice. Dude, that's so cool. So, So that was kind of our first achievement you know, uh, points or whatever you want to call them, you know, from, you know, as you would have regular <laughs> games. Because, you know, I've gone into playing games like Assassin's Creed, where you go through all this effort to get, you know, so many unlocked certain things in order to get like certain armor or whatever. But then it was all virtual stuff. And, there, you know, back right. in the 80s, you had actually something physical that was sent to you. And I cannot tell you how much I miss that. <laughs> So, Pitfall is like a platformer game, right? Yeah, it's one of the few platformers on 2600. Yeah. Yeah. So, are there any jugs laying around? Are there any what? Jugs. There are. There's jugs? There's there, piss jugs? Some of the treasures you had to collect were the face, piss jugs? face-shaped jugs. Oh! I forgot Pitfall. that. Pitfall. Yes. <laughs> Pitfall has piss jugs. <laughs> and it wasn't like a linear game either. It was kind of like people now would call it a Metroidvania, where you right. had to explore going up and down and left and right. And the map was the same every time. And so you had to, you had a time limit and you had to plan your route. Right, right. Because if you went like. There, there was like an underground path and then a path, you know, above ground. And if you went above ground, you had more obstacles. But if you went underground, you'd be able to go, you would advance a few screens each time. So you'd be able to go faster, but then you'd run into a, like a brick wall. And then if you ran into that, off. then you'd have to go back, you know, to like, and go above <laughs> ground and, you know, go a different way. But oh, it's so much fun. But I, once again, so frustrated because I'd get so close to that 20,000 and then just <laughs> blow it. And then, you know, and then had to start all over again because it was like anything where you'd have like a saved game. Can you totally send us a picture of that patch? Totally. Awesome. That would be cool to see and share to the world because that's really neat. Yeah, there were quite a few different 2600 games where you could take a Polaroid picture of your screen <laughs> Polaroid, like if you yep. beat a certain time in Drag Race, or... Shake it like a Polaroid picture! <laughs> <laughs> and they'd send you a, a physical patch. Copity? Yeah. Physical patch to sew onto your Letterman's jacket. <laughs> I, I don't know the Letterman's were actually playing video games, but okay. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, those were the uh, the Soches and the Greasers, I think. True. Uh, for, the, for those of you that know that reference. <laughs> nice. Pitfall is a great game. Oh, that was hours of fun right there. But, you know, I, I would go and I'd play River Raid and, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, my God, what other songs? They had Pac-Man. They had the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so many great so movies. Pac-Man was terrible oh. for 2600. Oh, it was. Empire Strikes Back was pretty good. Yeah. I liked Hubert and River Raid. There you go. And, yeah, a lot of them. I got a hand-me-down 2600 instead of ever getting an NES. So <laughs> I played a lot of 2600 games. Also had a ColecoVision, too, though. Ah, uh, Nice. And my first uh, system was a Sega Genesis. Love it. I've actually gotten one of those, like, the, the, the ones that came out, like, recently, um, you know, where they put, like, a whole bunch of games, like, you know, in the same cart, you know, built into it. Yeah, the little mini, yeah. like, the Sega yeah. Genesis minis. Right, well, this, this was the Atari 2600. So, okay. yeah, and I'd gotten that for Christmas, I want to say two years ago. I hooked it up, started playing it, and... My wife was like, oh, suddenly I remember why we don't play these games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little rough on the eyes. Yeah, especially with the same you controller know. there. The one stick and then the one fire button right. and that's all you get. You can actually interchange the Atari what 2600 with the Sega Genesis controller. They have the same plug. Okay. Yeah, if you have the if you have the originals, you can use the yep. Sega Genesis controller to play Atari games. <laughs> nice. Did not know that hack. <laughs> it's so like oh, we figured that out. We're like, what is this? It's pretty sweet. Yep, I, I assume that'd make River Raid a lot easier. <laughs> right, it would. Yeah. Hey, Will. Yeah, I'm here. What game you play? I played a game on my Nintendo DS called Cooking Mama. Ah. So a that... lot of people ask about the world records that we've set. And this sorry. one. This one's on Kotaku for you, right? Kotaku. Yeah, it used to that. be used to be when you googled my full name that this would be the top search result back before we started a podcast. <laughs> but Cooking Mama is a Nintendo DS game. It seems like it's kind of aimed at younger audiences. It's played entirely on the touchscreen. You get a recipe, and the Cooking Mama is kind of cartoony lady wearing a bandana over her hair. Tells you to like chop onions and carrots or slice meat or squid to make recipes. Everything from miso soup to fried octopus dumplings. So this is a tapping game. It's all touchscreen game. Yes. Okay. So is this one that you beat like some sort of record on? Is that what I heard? He has a world record in this one. Okay. I've set probably 10 to 15 different world records on this. For all the recipes, you can just get a score up to 100 is perfect. And so those weren't very conducive to setting world records. So when I set this up on Twin Galaxies, in the menu, there's an option called Use Skill, where instead of doing a complete recipe, you just do one part of a recipe, and several of them are... Oh, how many eggs can you peel within the time limit? Or how many shrimps can you peel the skin off the shrimps within the time limit? So I set those up for Twin Galaxies for the record book. A long time ago, somebody They don't noticed... have deveining of the shrimp? Taking the poop shoot out? <laughs> they don't have deveining. They do have... <laughs> uh, what was the one where you have to 
he is now tapping on his DS for everyone who can't see. You can tenderize meat. Cut, ten- <laughs> cut tendon is the one I was thinking of. Ooh. Where you have to memorize where the tendon is in the stake. And then the arrows disappear and you have to cut in the same spots where the arrows were. Ah. But I set up all of the activities that were, how many can you do within the time limit? Cut, tear, like roll meatballs was one. Peel shrimp. Yeah, there's a lot of different stuff like that. Yeah. I've never actually played it, but I've recorded your high scores for you. Right. On a camcorder, (laughs) because it's a DS. So I saw it kind of as a challenge just to figure out how to even track this game, because the things were not very easily tracked for high score, because everything, you get 100, and that's perfect. Right. But there were these mini-game activities with a time limit, Mm -hmm. and so I set those up for the world record tracks. Speed speed runs, if you will? Yeah, pretty much. Like, can you peel four hard-boiled eggs within 60 seconds, or can you peel five hard-boiled eggs within 60 seconds? Right. So after I set up the tracks, I set a record for pretty much every one of them, and I don't think any of them have been knocked down yet. So it's fair to say, since this is a food game, there's no piss jugs or dick shadows. <laughs> no. Is there a, um... There's carrots. Eggplant? There's, there's cucumbers. Is there eggplant? I have not seen eggplant. No eggplants. There probably carrots is, Carrots and though. cucumbers are definitely phallic. <clears throat> there's... <laughs> it's mostly Japanese recipes, there's probably eggplants. There are some American recipes. Some of them are super simple, like just make rice or hard-boiled eggs. For the toilet situation, you can play this game on the toilet, since it's a Correct. DS. Yeah, playing the uh, Atari 2600 <laughs> game on the toilet, it's a little difficult. Yeah. yeah. The Switch you can. Yeah, <laughs> Switch you can, yep. But do you really want to bring in your electronics into the shit area? Ginger, you're talking into a cell phone right now. Everybody fucking brings their electronics into the toilet. Ooh, let me put it close to my mouth. <laughs> you mean you mean people do things other than look at porn when they're on the toilet? What the hell? Um, sorry, did I say that a lot? I didn't mean to. Um, but no, uh, you actually go pee when you're doing that. <laughs> wants to shoot all over the place. You, if boy. <laughs> I would whoop your fucking ass if you pissed what? all over our oh, walls. Okay. <laughs> I don't, whatever, jerking off. <laughs> hey. Just don't do it while you're peeing. <laughs> Correct. That would be a mess. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're trying to go pee, you don't want to watch porn because it makes it hard to aim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cookie Mama. Well, I, I appreciate the fact that you brought up Twin Galaxies, though. I um, you reminded me that I back in the day I had talked to uh, Walter Day, who's the founder of uh, Twin Galaxies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep, he's a nice guy. He totally is. He's very cool. I had met him in person at the 25th anniversary of Pac-Man. They had it at the uh, uh, Level 257, which is Schaumburg, Illinois. And um, so they had a bunch of VIPs that they had brought in. And I got to meet Billy Mitchell, who's a guy who was the, uh, the, the first one to play yep. the perfect game of Pac-Man. Um, he made us hot sauce. Yeah, makes hot sauce. Yep, exactly. Um, Walter Day and then also uh, Professor, what's his name? The guy that created it. 
I forgot his last name. The guy who created what? Pac-Man. Yeah, the highlight for me was um, uh, the song Pac-Man Fever. Nice. Buckner. What's his last name? Is Buckner. He played that, and then the guy that had created Pac-Man, Professor, the guy I forgot his name, was dancing to it. So it's like you know, here's this older guy, you know, that had created Pac-Man dancing on the dance floor to Pac-Man Fever, and I'm like, all right, life is good now. I'm good. Right. That's that. I'm. I don't need anything else retro. That's it. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. One more thing about Cooking Mama. It's definitely geared towards younger players. Um, The recipes are pretty easy. You do it one step at a time. It's like just slice a carrot and you get 60 seconds to slice a carrot. And then sometimes they get a little more complicated. It's like kind of like a rhythm game where a bar goes across the bottom of the screen and you have to add an ingredient at the right time. And then adjust the temperature from low to high, and then stir it at the right time. All right. But even if you fuck something up, Cooking Mama will get mad at you when she's got fire in her eyes. But she also says, don't worry, Mama will fix it. And so every time when you're done with a recipe, it comes out looking picture perfect. So no matter what the skill level of the gamer, Uh, they can play it. Yeah, that's good for including everyone. But on a competitive sense, it's not the best. Right. I can see why people are not striving to defeat my world records on this game. (laughs) (laughs) I did find a screenshot just now where I was looking at uh, her when she gets upset. And uh, yeah, the fire in her eyes. Yeah, that's a little uh, little evil. It's like the angry mom yelling at you. Yeah. Do your dishes! Thankfully, you don't have to do any dishes in Cooking Mama. Right. (laughs) That would be lame. It's like, all right, you get a score 100, but you can only keep it if you clean all the pots and pans that you just used. <laughs> Scrub those noodles off the bottom of that pan, <laughs> sir. It's best to wash those when they're hot. Otherwise, if they let them sit overnight, fuck it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now it's time for <laughs> recommendations. Doot-doot. Recommendations. <laughs> Ginger, you got a recommendation for today? I have a recommendation. Sure. Are you trying to stall? Uh, we to yes, first? I am trying like to stall. <laughs> robots? <laughs> Will, go yeah. first, please. So I'm going to recommend a song today instead of a podcast. Oh. It was one I saw on Twitter earlier today. And it was a little girl singing, What's Inside Your Butthole? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh my it was, god! It was like this six-year-old girl. Now. I literally fell. On, I'm not even. I'm not even exaggerating. I fell on the ground laughing, laugh crying at this shit. I'm gonna play a little bit of it right here, and I will try to make sure to put a link to this tweet in the notes for this episode. So but good. Here it goes.
astronauts, maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. <laughs> what's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. The remix is really good. The remix is good, but the original is also oh my very good. God. This little girl, when she graduates <laughs> high school, hopefully she's going into like whoever the doctor is for buttholes. <laughs> so she'd be like, yeah, what's inside your butthole? <laughs> How'd you get that in there? That doesn't belong there. Is there aliens or is there astronauts? I love how she goes to the aliens and the astronauts. Yeah. Like, bam, right to the space. <laughs> Where's the space and what is in your butthole? It's space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some black hole joke there somewhere. Oh my god. <laughs> like, did her parents, like, do this? Or is this just legit four-year-old mind? That's what I really want to know. Her parents are musicians. And they encourage... They obviously swear in front of their kids. <laughs> and they encourage... I also saw they did that fucking COVID-19 song. Was one of... Was, like, her brother... I'm totally okay with children knowing what the fuck their body does. Yep. That's fine. That's legit shit. Right. What's inside your butthole? Is that astronaut or is there an alien? (laughs) (laughs) I have those questions too, child. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm so looking forward to watching this video. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I literally fell on the ground. I could not yeah. stop laughing. I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is the best. This is the best. All right, Ginger, what do you recommend? My recommendation is, I've recommended this before, just get outside. I've been playing lots of Animal Crossing, doing yard work. Do some yard work. It's pretty fun. Put some sunblock on so you don't get burnt. Get the fuck outside. It depends on where you live. If you're in a big city, be careful about it. Yes. If you have a backyard, go spend some time in your backyard. If you're in a big city, get some pots and some dirt sent to your place with some seeds. If you have the possibility of doing it and plant some fucking food or some herbs, something. Definitely plant some herbs. Herbs. (laughs) Like sage. Yeah. And rosemary. Cilantro. Mm-hmm. It'll make your food taste better. Fuck yeah. <laughs> flavor your food. White people, flavor your food. You'll be thankful. So your recommendation the is the outside. I love it. The outside <laughs> and white people flavor your food. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Dave, what's your recommendation? Yeah, going along with the whole theme that I had talked about earlier about being, you know, finding something positive. You guys familiar with an actor named John Krasinski? I've heard his name. He um he's doing on Amazon right Prime right now. He's Jack Ryan, um, but he also when he, in the office he was Jim Halpert, and okay. so he's been doing this thing on YouTube where he posts he he creates this thing called Some Good News, and he create he's up to yeah. like a, five episodes now. But you you watch the videos <laughs> and they're very positive. And, you know, he, he just, he's, he's so into, you know, putting positivity back in the world. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I find his videos like so heartwarming. 
Um, so I, I love watching, you know, I, I wish he had them out every day, but he does, he only puts them out maybe once a week, if that, yeah. but absolutely love, love, love what he's putting out in the world. Uh, and then, you know, he's going so far as to like, you know, give, you know, mad respect to, you know, the, uh, first responders, to people that have, you know, dealing with the hardships that they're dealing with right now. Um, and him and, you know, all the celebrities that he can muster up to join him on this YouTube channel. I just think they're doing a phenomenal job. So I can't, uh, you know, not recommend them enough. I love his stuff. Uh, yeah, and- he was he was great in the office and it's great to have like a place to get positive news. Right. That's not talking about just the bullshit going on. Right. I am all for people putting out positive stuff. If it's making you happy, watch that shit. You know, he's just trying to put a good message out there into the world. You know, I, I you know, obviously he can't yeah. you know be involved in his shows, you know, that he's doing, like Jack Ryan. Um, you know, so he's I you know using his creative outlet to do something, you know, and if he's good. affects, you know, a certain thousand, hundred thousand, million people by watching the right. YouTube thing. And they get uh, you know a warm fuzzy feeling when they watch it, then it can't be a bad thing. That's right. only positive. Yeah, that's only positive. Well, that's good to hear it from someone else that it's not too white privilegey. Then <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll actually give it a watch. <laughs> hey, Ginger, stop talking shit about shit you don't even know shit about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking shit about white people as a white. People. You are white people. <laughs> I'm going to talk shit about white people, though. <laughs> well, at least she's talking shit about her people. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I is a white people. And I do what the fuck white people a lot. Made me choke on uh, my Robusta nut. <laughs> your nut made you choke on your nut? <laughs> Are we still enjoying nuts? Or is that what we're doing? <laughs> I'm finished up. Finishing up my robust in it. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I finished hey, my larceny. Thanks so. for joining us. Yeah, it was a great episode. Thanks for coming. No, Do you no. want to plug all your plugs? <laughs> all your holes? Do you want to plug the holes? <laughs> Do I want to plug my hole? <laughs> uh, where do I go from Bust there? Bust nut in your hole. Yeah, let me. Bam, we went there and we're coming back. If you want to plug your shit, here's your time. Uh, <laughs> you got 30 seconds. Go. No, just kidding. Well, uh, <laughs> you yeah. got as long as you want. Tell us about your projects. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, Bonsai Retro Club, we, uh, what we do is we, you know, just enjoy each other, you know, talking about 70s, 80s, or 90s. And, you know, we're talking pop culture items. We're talking movies. We're talking TV. We're talking uh, music. And, you know, it's just the co-host and I are having a good time talking, you know, about things. We try not to keep things so structured. So in a way, we're a bit random, but, you know, we have fun with each other and really enjoy just, you know, talking retro topics. All the, you know, the, you know, if you want to look at, you know, the good old days, if you want to call it that, you know, that that we lived through, you know, from the 70s, 80s and 90s, we like to share those stories. And that's kind of what our podcast is about. It's kind of like having that nice dinner conversation maybe over an adult beverage and just 
shooting the shit about your favorite 80s movie or your favorite 1970s uh you know album that you liked back in the day you know back in the day type shit exactly that's what we're about hell yeah and it's a good show i enjoy it thank you same so uh yes throw out your email your social medias any of that stuff you want to too before we end up here. Okay. Uh, so com. That's our website. Uh, if you go on that, you'll find a link that's going to give us, you know, give you, you know, all of our connections to our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook. You know, we're trying to keep all that stuff up to date as much as possible. I'm probably not that good on Instagram as I am on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook, but I'm trying. You know, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same thing. Yeah, it, it, it's one big circle of crap. No, just kidding. Did I say that loud? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, you know, I have fun with it. You know, we, you know, try to find fun things to post about and, um, you know, and a lot of times related to our topics that we're talking about. Like, for instance, this... You know, I'm not sure when you're going to post this episode, but um, like, for instance, you know, our episode on Monday was about Braveheart. And then on my follow Friday tweet, you know, I included gifts about, you know, Braveheart or, you know, or if it's Edward Scissorhands. So, you know, it's like I try to relate, you know, the, the stuff that I'm sharing social media wise to kind of our topics as much as possible. at least. Nice. Cool. Yeah peek behind the scenes that'll probably be about two weeks ago when this comes out okay cool (laughs) (laughs) so So that's the end of another episode of grpvg thank you dave for joining us thank you for having me it's been a blast a lot of Mm -hmm. fun yes we'll have to drink bourbon again find us yeah (laughs) if you want to find us on twitter we're at grand underscore video email us at grand rapidians play video games at gmail.com we're on instagram at grand rapidians play video games and i gotta post the last few things so whatever uh call us at one nine one six seven (laughs) willie it's a real number (laughs) and uh (laughs) (laughs) so what what i can call his willie what is that what you said Sorry. Yes, you can call his dick shadow. <laughs> call, leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the air. And uh, what else? So, Patreon, we'll send you stickers every month and shout you out on the show, just yeah. like we're shouting out uh, Boston Harbor Horror right yeah. now. Mike Gagney, thanks. Dan Gagney, thank you. And everybody else who plays a part in that show. You're an awesome show. And Dope show. I think that's everything. I said yeah. Pre- did I say Patreon is patreon.com slash Grand Rapidians? Oh, fuck. Our outro music, the music is done. <laughs> all right, it's all over. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Oh, uh, Duke Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nice. Talk to you next week. Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>